If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try your call again. Ask me out. Ask me out. Boy, ask me out. Just, just ask me out. So my voice is... And welcome to another episode of the podcast, Ask Me Out. I have two beautiful guests with me today, and we're going to be talking about friendship and dating, how that affects your dating life. Is it good? Is it bad? Is your friends the best place to go for advice? But before we get into today's topic, we're going to have my beautiful guests introduce themselves. So uh, any ladies want to go first? Courtney, you want to go ahead and go first? Kick us off, Courtney. Go ahead. (laughs) Hi, guys. I'm Courtney. Um, I... And my friend of Tiffany's, I'm from the Augusta area, and I'm coming here to give my two cents. And um, how do I feel about dating? It's extremely harder than I think it needs to be. Mm-hmm. I, I second that. that. I think we all feel that. Right. <laughs> right, two snaps. <laughs> a confirmation. Yes. yes. Hmm. Okay, I guess it's my turn. What's up, y'all? My name is Tynesha Renee. You can catch me on Tynesha Talks. My platform, which is on YouTube, is all about real, raw, and transparent discussion. So if you like real, deep, intellectual discussion, check me out. All right. And keep it deep and and, and smart. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. So uh, the first thing we're going to talk about, the question is, how important is it for someone, your, your romantic partner, to also be like your best friend? Do you feel like, you know, people say, oh, I married my best friend and it made the relationship so much better. Do you feel like having your romantic partner as a friend first makes the relationship potentially better? Do you feel? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Um, I mean, my observation, I think a lot of people aren't building friendships first Mm -hmm. as a solid foundation nowadays. And that's why it's not quite working out. So I think when you see someone as a friend, you just respect their autonomy and who they are as a person. Right. So it's less focused on ownership. You respect that person. Hopefully there's honesty, transparency. And at the very least, even if you guys have issues and y'all hate each other that day, y'all still friends. Right. Right. So I think that's super important. Yeah. And it's like a good foundation because, you know, you can always say. Well, I still like you because, you know, you're my friend. And you forgive your friends, I think, a little bit easier sometimes mm. than your romantic partner because you ha- you kind of put the romantic partner on a pedestal because yeah. of, like, the movies or family members or whatever. So it's, like, next-level expectations as opposed to your friends. So mm-hmm. I-, I agree with that. That kind of, you know, makes it last longer and more enjoyable, I feel like. What about you? I agree with everything you ladies are saying. Um, I feel like it kind of takes the the seriousness of it all mm-hmm. and the attention and things are like just a little bit more common um and you can kind of the gap the gap um navigate mm-hmm. between like problems i feel like as well it's a little bit more easier versus if it's just like girlfriend and boyfriend and that's it yeah, yeah. makes it mm-hmm. easier to enjoy <laughs> <laughs> So uh, next one is, is what are some key factors that can either enhance or hinder the transition from friends to dating? So <laughs> sex. <laughs> sex is like the number one thing, I think. It's, it's too quick. 
It's happening too often. People are doing it for the wrong reasons. Like, they don't even like people for real. They just be masturbating with people's bodies out here. <laughs> like, talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's a huge thing. Once you have sex with someone, and I think women do this the most probably, but men probably do too. We have those rose-colored goggles and we don't see people for who they are. You be digmatized, whatever, vaginomatized. Like, you just not taking things at face value and seeing clearly. Yeah, we fall in love with potential. Mm. For real, for real. Like yes. We see their future without them even seeing it. Exactly. We know they got it in them. Mm-hmm. And we believe, but you don't know if you're going to get that potential you know, for you. You don't know if you're going to you know, eventually get there. But yeah. And then I feel like to piggyback off you ladies, um, we as women, like, so if the sex does come into play like even if there's a problem with our rose colored glasses on if that does look if it if it becomes an issue later and you'll kind of like try to maneuver out of it or you'll try to oh well, i'm gonna give him another chance because we've kind of already went there because nobody kind of want to when sex is involved you don't really want to immediately shut it down and it's kind of i guess it makes it a little bit harder to start over mm-hmm. because you've already uh, incorporated sex so it's like well let me try to work it out you may be i guess you'll get more chances than you probably would if it Hadn't for sure. Happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and then even like that um, tie, you know, like say soul ties or that mm. energy exchange when you have sex with someone and you're like, ooh, now it's like, I'm really feeling for you to text me back before. Right. I was kind of just like, ah, no big deal. He's right. busy work and now he ain't texting me. What you doing? Who you, you know, it's yeah. like, it's that next level like connection with the person that, you know, you like can't, like, break. Like a know? time frame on it. It's been five. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. after 24 hours, you ain't texting me back. I'm looking like, I got a problem. Right. Here. See, I feel like some of that is um, just like the, the anxiety that people feel after sex happens. Do you guys feel like there's a deeper reason for that? Mm, it might be a self-esteem a little bit. Maybe you feel like, did they enjoy it? Or did they, were they trying to take advantage of me? Or... You know, because that's like you're really vulnerable when you have sex. Mm-hmm. You're really open to yourself. Well, to me, for me anyway, some people, you know, I guess it could be just. It's just bad. When man thinking about it. Yeah, right. But I think that, that vulnerability, no one likes to get, to get hurt and no one wants to be exposed. So yeah. I feel like, yeah, I would say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Mm-hmm. Everything she's saying. So, okay, can an ex become a friend? Yeah. It happened for me once. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, you can transition. I did. So here, here's the thing for me. Anybody, like if I'm dating somebody and it doesn't work out, I don't see the need to beef about it unless it was something that you did that was just like crazy. And it's like, it, it's going to take me a minute to forgive. But outside of that, like if we don't work, if it we've tried everything, then, hey, it doesn't work. Let's just go our separate ways. There's no need for me to hate you um, for it. So there was this one guy that I did date and it just wasn't the greatest time. And we actually started out friends before. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, um, when it didn't work, we ended it. But we still stayed friends after the fact. Like, he would be the person that I would talk to, like, if I was having guy trouble or if he was having woman trouble. Oh, y'all would share mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I can say yes as well, too. I, I do have, you know, been able to transition it. And like you said, we were friends first, but not very long. We were, like, very short period. But, um only thing we do kind of have like an unsaid rule. We don't talk about each other's like current relationships. So it yeah. is a little bit there where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm maybe a little anxious, but I will say 
even if there's a little drop, like, oh, I went on vacation with my girlfriend, but I don't hear about the, the vacation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And so I think as time, you know, progressed, we do feel a little bit more comfortable talking about it, but not not in depth where I'm like calling him and asking him for advice. That's like a no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, everything else mm-hmm. though, Kiki, and we laugh about whatever else is happening in the world or our normal like connections or, you know, what we're doing in our lives. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he like, no. It's a no for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I feel like uh, we can maintain a friendship in the sense that we're cordial with one another, mm-hmm. but I'm never going to be like, oh, that's my friend. Oh, that's my ex. Like there's a very distinct difference for me. And so again, hi and bye. Like you can check in on birthdays, things like that. But I just feel like once I, when I meet a guy, I know if he's going to be a friend or a romantic partner. Those are like my you two never lanes. I don't mix those yeah. two lanes. Like I know where it's, I know how it's going to be. Yeah. So going to that point of intimacy and then trying to cross back, I just, I don't know. I, I feel like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then like you said, like I definitely respect the boundary of not talking about current situations. Because if my man's telling me that he's talking to his ex about me, we got a problem. Like what, what, what are we doing right now? So I didn't even think about it from that perspective. Tricky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would feel some kind of way about that because mm-hmm. you don't really know what her motive is. Right. And you don't know what kind of feelings will resurface. Because I've been in situations where it's like I thought I was over something, and then like I would be talking to somebody, and then they say something. I'm like, oh, that was triggering for me. So it's like I don't ever want to come from a place of ill intent when yes. I go to people with advice or anything like that. So I just avoid it. Yeah, even you're right. Even subconsciously, he's for me. Hey, <laughs> right. Mm. Okay, so. Um, Next one is, can you share a personal story or an experience where a friendship turned into a romantic relationship or how it impacted your life or the lives um, of those involved? Where you're like, mm, it messed up everything around the friend group. <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't, for me, I don't have any, like, negative stories about it. I mean, I feel like everybody knew the person already. And um, they were just like, oh, well, I kind of saw it coming anyways. Um, so it was just like a natural transition for me. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. With me, with my first love, he was, we were actually friends first. And then, um, and we hung out, like all of, all of us was hanging out and we became romantic partners. It didn't work out. But when it didn't work out by this time, we everybody wasn't so cool no more. Every I guess life started to hit. This person was going this way. This person was going this way. So like even though we didn't work out, and my friends knew nobody was like, oh, I'm mad at you. Or it didn't kill anything because it was it kind of already simmered down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, well, I told y'all I can't relate to that. <laughs> so you like, ain't got no. But I will say though, um, I've had a situation where I dated someone and. We were all in the same friendship group, I would say. Mm. So, like, he knew my friends. We all went to school together. Like, we grew up together. And so it was a little bit awkward when we split. And then my friends would maintain that relationship with him. Because then it's like, okay, do the boundaries shift now that he's my ex? Like, you guys, do y'all still hang out? Are y'all having phone conversations? Is it wrong for me to think that's not normal? Because that's how y'all were before, you know? So it just... It creates, again, a, a gray area yeah, of how to uh, navigate that. <laughs> I didn't think about all that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would definitely do it if they were hanging out with him. Because yeah. I'd be like, mm, like, what you doing? What you doing? Yeah. You were looking at him the whole time. 
that's another one we're gonna talk about. Like, oh, the friends, you know, trying to tap into the leftovers. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. That's the. Uh, mm. Okay, so how valuable is it to seek advice from friends and when it comes to like navigating the complexity of dating? Um, I'm one of those people where I feel like you can get valuable advice from anybody. So, I mean, I would be cool with getting advice from my friends, but I also know how to, um, I know what to take from it and what not to take. Like I know, okay, well, this is her opinion, but what am I going to do next? Cause it is ultimately my relationship, but you know, it's always good to like hear the perspective of someone else because I may be just thinking this way. Like, I want to do this. I want to do this. But like, well, girl, have you thought about, okay, I need to think about that. So I'm, it's pretty valuable, but you just, I think it's important to know um, what to take from it and how far to go with that advice. Yeah. I agree with that because for a while for me, um, I took a lot of advice from my best friend because she was a lot older than me. Mm-hmm. And I always know that it's coming from a good place. Like she wants me to succeed. Because you know, you have some friends that they want you to stay single because they single. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They may be not giving you the best advice. But I also realize like it's also coming from her perspective. And I'm not her. Right. And so I do operate in the world differently. So I also have to, you know, because you know, she's more like, you know, not as a emotional. Like, mm-hmm. you know, women are more emotional. I'm more emotional. And I had to embrace like you know what? I am feeling some kind of way and I'm going to embrace that. So I had to learn to take some of that advice because I think sometimes you do need to take emotions out and just think clearly. Right. But then also too, you don't want to rob yourself of the experience because it's your experience. So I I think same thing, like taking bits and pieces and then learning that, um, Mm. put it in your own voice, you know, for you. Mm. You were saying something? (laughs) No, go ahead. You better. Oh, I was just going to say that question, like, it made me think, too, um, that, like, you have to kind of be careful telling, like, I guess going to your friends for advice, because sometimes, like, if it may not be the greatest situation, you know, that thing, like, you can tell a friend or a family member something, and then it's not a good thing, and then they'll get mad at the person, and then they'll stay mad, and you done made up from yeah. it, so it's, you kind of got to be careful for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you have to, it's almost like you even have an egg on your face if you go back to the person because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, you, mm-hmm. I, but you don't understand. Like, it could be, it could be different. I mean, depending on the process, you know, and it is your life to live, you know, it's your decision. So you're right about that. You can't be telling them. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. I think that's a big thing. Yeah. I've had conversations about this before, and I feel like people always give me mixed feedback. So we'll see what you guys say. <laughs> I, um, I talk to my friends about a lot, but just in general, when it comes to my relationships, I am very private. That's social media. That's like telling my business about what's going on for one, the reason that you mentioned, but also it's just, um, I think you have to be very, very careful about who the messenger is when you're receiving the message. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that any of my, anybody who I call a friend will have any ill intent, but when people ask me for advice, I always say, now, you know, I'm single, right? right? I'm telling you this for the, for the first time of a single person. So right. just keep that in mind. And so when I do seek advice, I'll typically gravitate toward people who are in the position that I want to reach. So is my friend in a healthy marriage? If my friend is not and she's single, the perspective might not be the best for the situation yeah. that I'm in. Mm-hmm. So I just, um, I mean, I feel like most of my friends, we all single out here. Right. In uh, we'll talk about, you know, share little basic dating stories, but I think once I transition past the point of like a commitment with someone, mm-hmm. that would probably be more in house. I yes. talk to God, pray about it, yes. ask for some discernment. But yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right about that. I mean, 
that's even a note for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, you because you just sometimes want to vent about it and you feel right. so comfortable with your friends and you have to realize, that yeah, ain't, that ain't it. I was reading something uh, recently on Facebook, though, and it was like, if you ask one person for advice, that's cool. If you start asking two, three, mm-hmm. four people, that means that you just want someone to tell you what you want to hear, right? Mm-hmm. And I have a habit of doing that. Like, I'll just be like, okay, I need people to reinforce what I'm thinking or like mm-hmm. make me feel better about the situation. You know what I'm saying? So I try to be cautious of that too. It's funny that you say that because now it triggers something else. So that's another thing. Like when it comes to giving friends advice, I'm, I'm, I'm on the line when it comes to that, just for that reason, because I've had friendships where um, and I have good intent. Like I never would say, "Oh, just dump him unless he is something crazy or whatever." Um, but I'll I'll tell them something, but because it's not what I say is not in a, in line with what they want or reinforcing what they want to hear, they get mad at me. So I just yeah, that's true. So typically now when I um, when it comes to advice, I kind of ask open ended questions. Like, what do you think you should do? Mm-hmm. Like to kind of spark, like almost like what therapists do. Yeah. yeah. So that way. <laughs> kind of, we kind right, of come to like, together. I did what you told me to do, and yeah. it did not work out the way that I we, wanted to work out. That's we just, came up yeah. with a solution. So if you don't like it, it was something that we, including <laughs> you, came up with. Yeah. 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 Do you guys feel this is something that comes up a lot in like other discussions? But do you feel comfortable with checking your friends if they're in the wrong in the situation? Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, I would want somebody to do that to me as well. Yeah. I want to get better, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but I will say this: I, it's like with like a some sugar on top, you know. I gotta be nice about yeah. it. it. Ain't just gonna be hard for like, girl, you know you was wrong, but you know, I see how you, you know, you thought that, you mm-hmm. know, try to give them a little grace on it, but yeah, yeah, you know, because you want them to be better. Yeah, <laughs> delivery is important for yeah. sure. But that made me think of it because you were saying like some people might not like what you have to say, and it's mm-hmm. like. Man, I tell people, don't come to me if you don't want honesty. Like, seriously, like, I agree with you. Like, I want you guys to be able to check me, too, because if I'm around you and you see that I'm moving in a way that's not correct or if it's not good for my well-being or I'm trying to go as a friend, you should tell me about that. Because it's like, you help me with my blind spots. You help me correct what I need to fix to be better. Yeah. And you hate that when you hear later, like, oh, yeah, I was really thinking you shouldn't have did that. And you're like, why are you ain't saying that? Let me just fail. <laughs> No, I'm trying to get a ring. Right. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> okay, so um, are there any drawbacks or limitations to relying solely? Oh, okay, I said that. Sorry. <laughs> Look at that. Um, how can you uh, strike a balance between considering your friend's advice and maintaining ownership over your own dating choices and experiences? I feel like we kind of touched on that a little bit where... yeah. You did. I mean, I would say like you really just have to uh, be confident within yourself Mm -hmm. and know who you are, what you want and what's best for you. When you're lacking in those areas, you tend to seek external validation from people to Mm -hmm. kind of reinforce what you should do or guide you. So really that being tapped into yourself, Mm -hmm. I said before, praying for discernment. Mm -hmm. That's a big thing. Mm -hmm. Listening to your intuition learning how to acknowledge it and not pushing it away, which I'm guilty of that. Yeah. I'll have a voice tell me to do something. And I'm like, mm, maybe not push it out. I'm like, that. okay, that was, that was my discernment trying yeah. to kick in. So just being able to trust your gut. Yeah, that's a big one for me. That's been like a, a new rule for me like the last two weeks is trusting myself. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? If I had just trust myself, this would have worked out so much better. Yeah. So that intuition does serve you really well. You're giving it for a reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 And like you said, taking ownership because 
that is what's going to help you become better. Because if you don't sit there and say, um, I'm, you know, blaming it on somebody else and not taking ownership, you're going to just continue to make the same mistakes yeah. and over and over again and not get to where you want to go. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I feel like life is like a test. And the, if you don't pass it, if you keep doing the same things and not really learning from it, mm-hmm. you'll keep getting the same test and just be a different uh-huh. person over and over. And back with the advice, I think, just knowing when to shut it off, like knowing what pieces to pick from it. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, so uh, next one is, is, can you share a personal story where you sought some advice from some friends about your dating life and how it impacted your decision making or the outcome or maybe they made give me some good or bad advice Ooh, about I have one. Okay. Oh. <laughs> It's not like it's gonna be just yeah, yeah. So like years ago, I was dating this guy. He was a really good guy. Um, I went to a family member and I was telling her some things about him. And I'm one of those people where you do have to kind of teach people how to treat you because you just never know how their mm-hmm. past is. So like, if they do something that you're not cool with, then have a conversation with them. So right. like, he was a guy that if he got mad, he would shut down. And when I say shut down, like he wouldn't he wouldn't answer your calls, he wouldn't text. And nothing. And so, like, I would have a conversation like, hey, you know, you can't do that. Well, the family member that I went to, um, maybe this was like maybe the second incident. And it wasn't, it was a second incident, but it was something different this time. And so, when I went to the family member, they was like, girl, you just need to just leave him alone or whatever. I'm just like, no, I just, I just feel like I have to kind of like teach him, like, okay, if this was, this maybe was cool in your last relationship, but it's not cool over here. And we're going to have to find a way to, um, to do it. But then it just, after the second, after the second incident, it just made me realize, like, I, I shouldn't have told her that. I shouldn't have. Yeah. I should have just never involved. I should have just kind of did that on my own. Like, just handle all of it on my own because her thing was just, just leave them. Just leave them. Just leave them. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that um, typically when I do ask friends for feedback, that tends to be the direction that it goes into oh, the whole just leave them type of mentality. Mm-hmm. And I have been like that for most of my life. Like how you were saying, you shut off. Like, well, he shut off when he gets upset. That was like my thing, right? And then I realized, I'm like, for one, we got to give people grace. Because like you said, everybody has their own background. They're on their own journeys. And I know I have stuff too. And I appreciate when people are like, I've had men be like, baby, what's going on with you? Like, the way you act right now, I don't understand what's going on. But let's figure it out. And I, I value that, right? So I want to be able to extend that to somebody else. So, um. Again, that advice, if I if I were to just not ask questions or have a conversation based on my friend's advice, I also think that I wouldn't learn about myself, too, because mm-hmm. those conversations, I feel like even though I'm talking to someone about things they might have going on, I always pull something about myself, too. Right. Mm-hmm. So it could be something like, dang, I'm noticing something a person's doing that's bothering me. And I'm like, wait, I think I might have done this in the past. So now I understand how I made other people feel. Right. And so you you grow through those conversations. You're robbing yourself if you don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And your friend knows you too, so right. you know that self-reflection. I also I had a story where there was a guy that I met, and I felt like after the first date, I was like, mm, he just seems like really into himself, and he's really like, you know, got a wandering eye. And my friend was like, oh, you know, sometimes when you know men are out, it's not a big deal. And I continue. She kind of talked me into continue. Actually, the opposite where you guys continue to talk to him. And I was just like, mm. and then at the end, we end up stop talking because we went out, and he was just 
I ain't giving all these women compliments, started engaging with another woman while we were there. And I was like, I saw this months ago. Mm. And, you know, I didn't trust myself on that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so. Yeah. It can work out, you know. Yeah, but you learn. Yeah, exactly. yeah. the most important thing. Yeah. Like, okay, next time, this is how we gonna move. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Uh, so the next one is is um, what are some benefits of introducing your boyfriend to your friends and integrating him into your social circle? Social circle, you know, letting see and meet your friends. Is that like uh, a good thing? Bad thing, or how did they even go? Have you ever done that? Okay, so again, I am private about who I date, so mm-hmm. I'm very cautious about who I bring around them. But mm-hmm. positive, your friends, your family, especially, they're gonna see your blind spot. So if it's something about this person that's off, typically I find it's most of my family, my mom specifically. Mm-hmm. Most of my family actually go because everybody's pretty cool. So if I bring somebody around and they're like, we're not feeling their vibe, I'm like, okay, something's oh. off. Because literally all you got to do is be cool, chill, have fun, laugh, and they'll like you. So if they're like, uh, something's off, then I'm like, all right, I might be missing something. Um, the, the cons of it, though, like, I just think that when I'm in a relationship, I do want to meet your friends, like have a cordial type of relationship with them but I also want to have my own identity mm-hmm. I don't believe in merging friend groups like okay we're all hanging out as a group no you have your friends I have my friends if you stop by the crib hey what's up I'll go on about my day but it's like it has to be a balance for me like you know who I am but I'm not so engulfed in your life yeah you know you feel like that's like even taking your relationship to the next level by introducing him to your friends or family or is this not a big deal um I think that for me family is probably a bigger deal than right. friends well, so it'll yeah. be like friends and maybe stepping stone to family just because that's more intimate and I think it's important to do that mm-hmm. right because your friends can still give you feedback but also I don't know maybe I have trust issues with people <laughs> but I just feel like sometimes bringing women around your man oh, I got, like yes I got a story for that it one. just me be like too. weird <laughs> weird stuff going right. on like one time I was talking to somebody and one of my friends like we were having a conversation she was like yeah I was texting the guy who I was talking to and he was telling me that da, da, da. and I was like hold wait, on man what, what? Like, I was like wait I can see this is weird we're not, not gonna do no. so it's just like stuff like that I try no. to be cautious of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like when was the point that y'all even exchanged exactly information? Which I planned something as a surprise for me. I couldn't do this on social that media. That's the only okay. thing. <laughs> <laughs> only <Hello>. thing <laughs> that it should be about. We, like we just homies. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next one is, is uh, what are some common challenges or concerns that may arise when bringing your boyfriend around your friends for, for the first time? And how can you navigate that effectively? So I'll go on this one is um, I have concerns now because I've had experience like you were talking about before where one of my female friends exchanged information with one of the guy I had and I had told and I was thinking, well, maybe she didn't know that that was the guy. But I was like, no, we had a whole conversation about him afterwards. And she was like, came over to my house. like, Oh, yeah, I just want to tell you about so and so. I think he's really nice and everything. And oh, yeah, we're going to go to lunch. Woo! I was like. And so, yeah, I literally was like, so is that what we're doing now? We just going on dates with people that we're, that your friends are talking to now? And she was just like, oh, you know, it's just a friend thing. It's oh, just no. a friend thing. And I was just like, uh-uh. Abort dude. mission. As uh-uh. soon as I said that, there is no response. Oh, I'll cancel the date because right. great. Thank you. Like, no. We're like, like, what? It was, so, it was just kind of, I mean, 
kind of hurtful because I was just like surprised. And she was saying it was really innocent on her side. But the interesting part was the guy had actually already told me that mm-hmm. he had exchanged information with her like for networking because of some like creative stuff that they were on. So, and he asked me like, Hey, if you want, I'll just delete her number. But I'm like, I'm tr- if you really are just using her creative services, cool. Mm-hmm. But then when I realized they were going to hang out and I, and it was a whole like date situation or it seemed like a date to me. Mm-hmm. And so for a minute there, it did it put our little friendship on the, on the rocks for there, you know, cause I was like, I need to see all the text messages. I need to know like, what is, is it really as innocent as you're saying? So from her perspective, I guess it kind of worked. All right. Is he gonna show me? No, it's like it's not linked to this. Uh, and I don't want it to. I don't know why I mean the app is overheating. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm just gonna re-ask the question, even though, uh, just so I can know what point we're at. Um, <clears throat> what um, are some common challenges or concerns that may arise when bringing your boyfriend around your friends for the first time, and how can you navigate? effectively and then you have something oh so my question with that was if you're dating a guy how long do you date before you bring them around your friends what's a good time Mm. (laughs) I don't know the time here I would say a good time for me would be um when I feel like you know I'm going to be with him for a while. Like, I feel really good. I feel comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I've spent a good amount of time with him. And I trust him. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's just uh, how the feelings, you know, get um, more deeper, uh, especially the trust factor. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that would be, be it for me. Mm-hmm. And then I want to, because then also I want to see what they think as well for a short period of time, you know, of, um, their response to him like how they how he interacts with them and how how they interact you know so yeah um, I agree with that um pretty much for me when there's no insecurities within myself that I have in that situation that I'm in then yes that also kind of going back to the advice thing if you're insecure about your situation that's a horrible time to get advice or input from other people so it was like I gotta make sure y'all stuff right on the same page like you said we're moving towards something more serious then I'll bring them around people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you? The same. It's been so long. <laughs> Eighty four years. But about the same. If the um, if the vibe is going good, I feel like we're actually going somewhere. We're moving down the right path. In you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So uh, is um, can a friend date your ex or a guy that you were casually dating? So maybe you weren't. Ex- exclusive yet but y'all had been on like at least three or four dates we'll say you know um and for some reason it didn't work out um and maybe they have access to him in some way obviously social media you got access to a lot of people or maybe y'all have you know (laughs) mutual Um, interest or something there's some way they can probably still contact him in some um, way you know baby (laughs) (laughs) It's a no for me. <laughs> Girl. No, either way. No. I agree with you. I'm like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm not sh- I don't like sharing my man anyways, so I'm definitely not going to share him with my friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I want him talking to no other women. 
even if we're casually dating and I liked him at some point mm-hmm. and I don't want to be reminded of the situation mm-hmm. in my friend group. So if my friends start talking, I don't want to hear about how great he might have might be with her mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm a little possessive. Okay. <laughs> I will preface that the statement with that. But uh, I think there's different levels to it. Uh, generally speaking, I would prefer that my friends not engage with anybody who I had any type of connection with. But if we didn't have sex with each other, then it's a little bit different, right? Because we could have went out one date and I'm like, I'm not feeling this person at all. Okay. Those people, I'm like, all right, I probably don't care about. Mm-hmm. Now, baby, if we had sex, though, whether it was like we were in a relationship or we, we were casual with each other, that's an absolute no for me. Mm-hmm. Don't ever try to ask me about my friend with benefits, anyone who I felt I had deep feelings for. It's the no. Because it's like, why? Like, sis, why would you want to do that to yourself? Yeah. I don't know how y'all feel. It's like, when I have sex with someone, no matter how much time passes, if I walk into a room with them, it's going to be like that feeling like I was intimate with you. Mm-hmm. Why would you even want to have that type of dynamic where you got to feel that as well with the dude you with? And uh, absolutely no. As the uh, as the poet Future Hendrix once said, even if I hit you once, you're part of my collection. It's real for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with you when you say like someone I've only went on one date with and you're like yeah. not feeling them at all. But if I like you at some point yeah. <laughs> and I started to feel you, mm-mm, mm-mm. it's a no for me. It just back the whole friendship thing. It's like if they do, it's like, girl, so that means I got I had to watch you. It's like if That's it's, if it's you know, too. we had feelings. Um, oh my gosh. If we had feelings for one another or something mm-hmm. like that, then. Especially if you've talked to them about mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. Are you moving? Do y'all feel like it's any different for a friend versus an associate? For example, if it's someone that rolls reverse, you're really attracted to somebody. But this is someone who, like, y'all don't talk on the phone. Y'all don't really hang out. But it's like a hey, bye. Like, yeah, hey, hey, hey. When y'all see each other hanging by. Would you feel true. comfortable talking to that? Would you feel okay? Like, it's okay for you to talk to someone that she previously messed with? Oh, man. Why you had to ask me like that? <laughs> I love you would say yeah. yeah. I love you would say yeah, yeah because we're not really like friends, friends like friends. that. And mm-hmm. if we're associates, I may only see her once or twice a year. So mm-hmm. we're not really invested in mm-hmm. each other's lives or we only, like I said, don't hang out as much. So mm-hmm. I feel like I would say yeah, especially if he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't ruining no friendship but yeah. we ain't really got one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna low-key say yeah on that one. Um, okay. Associates is a little bit more doable. It's a little bit more doable. Because when I'm trying to think like what level of associate, right? Like, different yeah, yeah, you're right. But you're if right. it's just like uh, you know, you see them in passing, but y'all don't even have each other's contact information, oh, for example, like stuff like that, then okay. But like if I if what but what if it's like y'all not cool but in conversation she's talked to you about the guy mm, that's different that kind of right. that, yeah. then that yeah. adds a level of intimacy yeah so those like, are like the ones I would try to my bad. yeah I would mm-hmm. feel some kind of talk, I would feel bad about that mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. yeah, I've had an experience with a friend but she actually was my friend though <laughs> and she went on a date with a guy in the friend group but they only went on one date Mm-hmm. And it was a disaster for him. Like he was just like, "No, I, I'm not feeling her at all." And like years later, he asked me out, and we had always been like, maybe like kind of like low key flirty a little bit. And I told him no because I was like, 
you went out with my friend, even though he only went out on one date with her. And then mm. I was just like, now her and I are friends. And I got like, <laughs> now I'm like low key, like, oh, I should have went out with him. Damn. Yeah. So. Ah, that's tough. I mean, it's kind of like, I feel like I've asked this before on my social media where it's like, okay, if you are about to get married, for example, mm-hmm. right? And then one of your friends, so let's say it's a friend, asks you, I would like to date your ex. Does that matter to you? Like years have gone by, you're getting married, you're not thinking about this person. So is time a factor in all of this? Like, is that person just indefinitely, like if you mess with this person in high school and we 35 years old right now, for example, I still can't talk to this person. Maybe if you move down, like it's so many. I think if I'm getting married, you can, yeah. Okay. I would say yeah, it's still a no for you. I don't know, honestly, because even though I'm getting married, it's about like what you said um, earlier about if it's somebody that you've been there with, if you see them somewhere, it could probably bring back something. I mean, even though, yeah, I am happy over here and I'm marrying who I want, it could possibly bring back feelings. So if it brings back that something in you. Yeah, we're going to be like, oh, shoot, we got good talk. Okay, I'm just saying that. Right? Hello. You were like, you was going on a couple vacations. You ain't going to invite her. Y'all can't come. That's what I'm going to your room, child. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is good, guys. <laughs> These questions. Whew. Yeah, I can, I can see me maybe feeling a little bit, but I, I, I hope that I would be able to be okay with it. I, I feel like I would be. I'm not gonna lie if I'm not okay with it. I won't I would never be like you can't talk to this person. Mm-hmm. Now how you handle the situation that lets me know how to place you. Mm-hmm. But if I'm not comfortable, I would honestly say I'm not comfortable. Right. Right. Because right. you don't want to give someone permission and then you secretly feel, feel away. And they're like, what's going on? So I think it's important to be transparent. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. Definitely give her some footnotes. <laughs> <laughs> don't be telling about that one conversation that we had or what I did when I looked through his phone. Don't tell him because he never knew. <laughs> see that that might even come out too. Like, uh, uh, there are secrets. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes too, again, you just still don't know what people's motives are at the end of the day. Because I, I saw it was like some TV show, and the she was married, and then her best friend got with her ex, but then secretly he wanted to get back with with her. Mm. So he was still kind of using her best friend mm-hmm. to like make Good her feel Lord. some kind of way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. and there was a little rockiness in her in her marriage a little bit. So, you know, they just want to find a crack. And he was trying to ease back in there. So was, The friend was black? Yeah. Oh, my God, that movie. I mean, that show was so yes. good. I'm blanking on what it's called right now, but I can't that whole series. But I can't so yes. 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 <laughs> I was like, mm, she was thinking, you know, mm-hmm. she was going to risk it all. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you're right about them feelings. They strong. You know? <laughs> um, so, uh, last one here is... Uh, Choosing your friends over your man. Like, you know, where even if it's coming to like hang out and your man's like, I really want you to stay home. <laughs> or is it like even maybe a truth or a lie? Where who do you believe? Like your man said no, that didn't happen, and your friend said yes, it did. Who you know, who is more mm. you know? So with the outing part, I'll answer that. Um, How often does the boyfriend do that? Like, I really want you to stay. I feel like we should have a balance. Like, I feel like you should be able to hang out with your friends at a certain time. I should Mm. be able to hang out with my friends. Oh, there's like boundaries and there's respect. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really see a problem with it. 
with staying home um, once in a while or are you saying well like just being able to just hang out with your friends um i just okay. i just I, w- I would only have a problem if it's he knew that i was going out so i'm respectful in my relationship as i guess anybody should be so if i'm if i say i'm gonna hang out with tanisha on friday i'm gonna let my boo know i'm like hey you know yeah. me and my girls are hanging out on friday you know how do you feel about it and i'll let her know like okay girl well let me just you know check some things first and then i'll get back to you and in those things i'm checking this with him if it's cool and he says cool but don't like try to call me while i'm out like oh i miss you i'll come home because mm-hmm. and that to me can kind of be controlling depending on mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and that's even good that you're saying like check you know telling him is it cool because i'm probably like we going out to brunch on friday you know, mm-hmm. and telling him, you know, more like, because we all are, you know, we're both independent adults as well. Mm-hmm, and right. We have mm-hmm. things that we enjoy. We want to maintain our friendship. So mm-hmm. I would hope that he would be okay with me telling him. And then if he had something planned for That's us, what, yeah. then well, I would be it. like, okay, let me decide, you know, depending on what maybe the importance of the event, yeah. mm-hmm. then maybe I would decide on that. But right. it's not just because you don't want to be home by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's I'm, the main thing I would do it. Just, just in case he had something planned. And yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with all of that. Um, I think that the the only times where he should be like, no one I have planned that he's like, no, I want you to stay or kind of challenge them. Mm-hmm. Let's say me and you, we out in these streets, right? Mm-hmm. So we've been going out a lot, a lot, a lot. And he's like, all right, I'm going to need you to tone it down a little bit. Like, I want to see you too. Okay, I understand that. Or if he has things going on or something happened in his life and he's like, I know you have plans, but I really just need you to be here with me right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like those things it. I will understand. Yeah, but if it's just random, like I've seen posts about that where he's yeah, out and he's well, like, okay, but I want some sex right now, so come back. What? Mm-hmm. Like, let, let me finish the night, and then I'll come to you, and you know, we'll we'll get everything done. I promise, I got you. But I do agree that that can be borderline controlling as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then coming back to like maybe, like I said, maybe your your friend saw him out to lunch with somebody. Mm. She better have taken a picture. Like, <laughs> I need right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like so you need the proof. I do. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, because for me, if it's something where it's just a conversation, I'm gonna believe him. Especially if he hasn't really given me any reason to not trust him, mm-hmm. I'm going to believe my man over my friend mm-hmm. in that situation. Because again, especially my friend single. <laughs> yeah. You know, because you know, she could be just reading it reading into something, or you know, again, maybe have an ulterior motive subconsciously. So in that situation, like you said, I need some evidence. I need some proof, you know. Yeah. And if she does have something, then, you know, truth is truth, I feel like, mm-hmm. regardless of who is delivering it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. They didn't give me the information. You choose what yeah. you're going to do with it. But yeah. I would want them to, like, tell me, again, me proof. And then, like, I'll come to my man for context. I wouldn't just jump to conclusions. Like, oh, my God. Oh. You were at lunch with a, It could have been a coworker. Right. You know, you don't know what that type of transaction was. But right. I'd like to know. Yeah, that's right. You got to <laughs> do your investigation yeah. first before you come exactly. to conclusions. <laughs> You don't want to make the wrong decision. Right. Yeah, you will have to make it up to him. Like, mm, damn, it's control. Right. It's a bad thing. You know I be tripping. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. You know how she be running her mouth and stuff. It be so believable. <laughs> so I have a question. Would it be wrong for me to think like with that that I kind of keep just a small piece of it in the back of my mind? Just a little bit. Just as long as I don't, I guess, react to it. But just kind of, just like a mental note. Okay. I'm, I'm, we gonna let this go over, you know. I, I heard her side. I heard I've made my decision, but just just a little snippet, just a little small piece in the back of my mind, like mm-hmm. that that did happen. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I feel think? like most things should be mm. mental notes. Honestly. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's also a part of um, giving people grace to an extent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, instead of me just, you do something I don't like and I cut you off immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I won't do that. But if I'm noticing the pattern of things, it'd be like, okay, so I know how she is in these situations. So I know how to move accordingly, mm-hmm. right? I think that's smart. It's how okay. you read people. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, you do. Because you try to, you know, you have a goal in your relationship. So, and you, I think also like your goal in life. So you also want to make sure you got good people around you as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everybody got fortune. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So this concludes our episode. Um, just a quick wrap up. You guys have any like feedback when you say like friends and dating and you have like any, any takeaways from today where you kind of like, oh, you know what? That was really insightful. I'm gonna add that nugget to my life. Or um, friends and dating, you know, it's a no for me now. <laughs> uh, so for me, I would say um, something that you said earlier on was about the uh, setting the foundation and how you know having a good foundation. So you should build a friendship and take your time in relationships. You know, yeah. Um, so that's just something like a footnote for me because sometimes. I'm focused on um, my list of what he's supposed to do when it comes to like courting and all that things like that, as opposed to um, developing an actual friendship and really getting to know that person for just who they are and not mm-hmm. who I want them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so that for me would be my biggest takeaway from this episode. Yeah. I think my biggest takeaway, just hearing all the examples that we talked about, <laughs> Uh, you got to align with people who are on the same pathway as you, who, you know, have your best interests at heart. Uh, but also like if it's a situation where you're not trusting someone speak up on it, like I'm not, I'm not keeping anybody in my circle who I'm questionable about. And I think that, you know, just doing those things kind of eliminates a lot of the sticky situations that we talked about, but a uh, bigger takeaway is like before you enter into any situation, you got to fix any type of insecurities within yourself that would cause any type of trust issues in mm-hmm. friendships or relationships. So that's that's where I'm at in life right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I agree with everything you ladies said. Um, I, my biggest takeaway, I just thought about it, would be just communication. Mm-hmm. Just communication. Have conversations, whether it's with your friends about certain things or your dude, something that you're not cool with, just speak up. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. hard. Communication is it hard. It is hard. It's hard to have hard yeah. conversations. I feel like sure. even we're not, we're not even trained we're on not. how to communicate or navigate through life in all these different situations and different people. We just kind of learn it yeah. <laughs> as we go, yeah, you know. So. Yeah. But understand that you, how you feel is valid, right? Because oh, I yeah. feel like a lot of times you'd be like, okay, maybe I'm tripping, so I won't say nothing. No, if you feel a way, say it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's something that bothers you, I was reading something where it was like, all right, 24 hours go by and you still upset about whatever it is. That's, that's a trigger a for one. you. You need to talk about it. You need to figure out why it's triggering. So you owe it to yourself to always speak up on what's bothering yeah. you. And that's how you learn. You have to do those things. Yeah. It's yeah. important. And that's a good point you brought up. I actually just had a conversation with my best friend about that where I realized I'm kind of getting the same results with some men that I've dated. And I'm like, what is it that I'm doing with these different personalities and getting the same results? And that was like not speaking my mind and saying things early on mm-hmm. and being passive aggressive mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. if I would have said that earlier, the outcome potentially could have been differently different. um, and maybe 
more enjoyable or it could have just gotten to the point that I need to get to. Yeah. And getting comfortable each time you date someone of just speaking your mind yep. and that just becoming second nature. As mm-hmm. opposed to like, oh, okay, I have to say this, you know, mm-hmm. and just I had to learn it too. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that. And then you just you get stronger each time it happens. Right. If you just sit back, then it's gonna you just gonna kinda you're never gonna learn from it. Yeah. Or you're never gonna get the courage. Yeah, That's important is yeah. having the courage to say Speak your mind, ask whatever you need to ask. Yeah, you need that clear. Uncertainty is like the devil's playground, right? Whenever you feel like you got to fill in the blanks because something's not making sense, that's when all of your traumas, like the stereotypes you have about things come in and you might be reading the situation completely wrong where you could have just talked to the person about it and clarified. That's a good mm. one. Uncertainty is the devil's playground. Drop okay. it, Jimmy, Yes. All right, ladies, thanks again for joining me today on another episode of Ask Me Out. Um, if you have any uh, social media that you want to drop real quick, uh, your hashtags. Mine is Supreme Court. No, Supreme.Court with two T's, C-O-U-R-T-T on Instagram. And you already said this earlier than you. Again, it's Tynesha Talk. So that's my, my main platform. But you can also find me on Instagram at Tynesha underscore Renee. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, thank thank you, you for having us. Bye. Hey, everyone. That concludes our episode for today. Thanks for your support. Check out our YouTube channel and watch us live there. Um, and check out our social media and follow us on TikTok and Instagram. And you can actually book to be a guest on the podcast. Or you can actually book me to come and be a guest on your show or your podcast. And if you have any questions and any positive feedback um, or any insight, uh, go ahead and just shoot us an email uh, at askmeoutpodcast at gmail.com. Enjoy your day because everything works in your favor.